It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Better Faster Podcast. Today, I'm going solo, and I am talking about training while traveling. And this is uh, a fitting topic because I myself have been uh, gone from Carolina for almost two full weeks. So as you may remember, uh, I had a pretty significant life event going on. Uh, I'm now officially married to my beautiful wife, Kelsey, uh, and it was an incredible trip, incredible experience but a pretty hectic one from a travel perspective. Uh, you know, we got married out of town, so, uh, or out of town from where we live now. So there's a lot going on with that. And then we did get away for a little bit afterwards. So there's a lot going on with that too. So um, it can be a, a difficult time to maintain any type of training regimen or anything like that. So uh, what I wanted to do today was talk a little bit about how I approach this with my clients or athletes. And, and then, you know, me personally, how did I handle the last couple of weeks? So First, when I'm working with an athlete or a client, I have to determine, kind of, well, what is this person's overarching goal and how important is it that this person maintains some semblance of a training regimen or a specific type of training regimen that looks like the, uh, you know, what they're trying to work towards. So, for example, is this a CrossFit athlete that is eight weeks out from a major sanctional competition? That is a very different situation than somebody who is more of a body composition client or is training for health and longevity on what I'm going to have to do uh, to, to make sure that they're maintaining or still progressing uh, on their way towards this specific event. So that's kind of the first thing. I, I have to put them kind of in the, these different categories. So the first category is somebody who's training for something specific and it's uh, close enough to when they're, when they're training or when they're traveling that I do need to try to, uh, you know, be a little bit more specific with their training. So uh, if that person comes to me and they're, hey, I'm going on this family trip. It's been playing forever. I know I got the sanctional coming up. What am I going to do? Well, for me, the first thing I got to look at is the logistics of it. So tell me, when are you leaving? When are you getting back? How are you getting there? So are you flying? You're driving? Talk to me a little bit about what the travel getting to and from is going to be like. Tell me, you know, while you're there, uh, you know, what days do you think you'll have some, tra uh, some training opportunity? And on those days, how much time might you have? And then we start looking at potential facilities in the area. Are you going to be able to make it to a CrossFit gym? Um, you know, this is something, too, we're talking about from a financial perspective. They may have to, uh, you know, 
get some Ubers to get to CrossFit gyms and pay drop-ins because, you know, if that's somebody that, so in this example is training for a CrossFit sanctional, they may need to do some specific things that they're not going to be able to get at a standard hotel gym or uh, a Globo gym down the road. So uh, we're, we're starting to talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, ways to make this more specific to their sport. Now, uh, there's a few considerations going on here. So for me, I have to remember that travel itself is stressful, right? You could be changing time zones. You could have disrupted sleep schedules. It could throw off your nutrition preparation. Um, there's, there's a lot going into it. You sit in long car rides, um, going up and down in, in airplanes. There, that's a lot for the body to handle. So I have to make sure that, you know, that added stress from the, tra uh, from the travel that I don't add too much stress or, or more stress than that person can handle when I add training on top of it. So I have to monitor their, their overall stress uh, so that way I'm not increasing their risk for injury or anything like that. So that's something I have to consider. The other thing is stress while they're there of being away from family, trying to make things work, trying to appease everybody. There, that can be difficult for people to manage too. So I know I, I need to make sure that I'm almost – uh, you know, analyzing the whole situation from a big picture. Okay, what's the minimum effective dose to do what we need to do to keep you on track to be ready for this competition that you have told me is very important to you. Um, and it's the reason we've been doing all this hard training. So if a person is telling me that they have, you know, this trip plan, and they're, they're somebody that has a very specific goal or event coming up and it's close enough that I think we need to continue training. Then we're having those hard conversations. We're really digging in the weeds of how are we going to get to places and have the time we need to do what we need to do. Right? So that's a very specific person. And I think that too many people put themselves in this category when they're training. Um, oftentimes it doesn't need to be so structured that it looks exactly like training from home. You know, and this is an awesome opportunity for like more of that second category of people, people who are either, you know, maybe athletes that are, uh, you know, in the off season or um, people who are, you know, not necessarily training for a specific event or anything. They're more around for health, body composition, longevity, where we can actually uh, change up training a little bit. And uh, we don't have to be as structured. We don't have to be as specific with it. We can uh, be a little bit more lax. But the overarching theme is still the same. We need to create some type of plan because as the old adage goes, uh, if you fail to prepare, then prepare to fail. And I think that really does apply with uh, you know, training while traveling is we need to have some type of plan logistically. So the same types of questions are being asked of everybody. Okay, when you leave and when you're getting back, um, you know, how you getting there? And then, you know, while you're there, you know, how much you thinking you want to train or you might have time to train. And then uh, for me, it's now not necessarily, okay, we have to seek out these facilities because we know we need to get to a, a CrossFit gym to be able to do something specific for that sport or that event coming up. Now it's more like, okay, well, what's going to be available? You know, uh, I have a lot of people that's like, oh, well, I brought a pair of dumbbells and a jump rope with me perfect. That's great. Or I got a hotel gym. I'm like, all right, well, send me pictures of the hotel gym when you get there or tell me, give me a list of equipment. Um, you know, or, you know, okay, you're going somewhere that has, um, you know, great hiking opportunities or you're staying on a lake. So now we can get some swimming in, you know, I'm more using what they have available. Um, rather than saying, Hey, we need to go seek out these specific situations or types of gyms because we have something very specific that we need to do. It's more of I'm working within the parameters that I have available. So I think that that's an important distinction to make 
is, is whether that person is so close to an event or, or so, you know, training for something so specific that I need them to be able to do that or they need to be able to really do that to make sure that they're as prepared as possible for the upcoming event versus somebody who, you know, it, it's the off season. It's, they're not necessarily training for a specific, uh, you know, situation. It's more of health or longevity or something along those lines. Now I'm going to be, mainly I'm going to try to use what they have available. So that's an important distinction to make, but either way, I'm still trying to develop a plan. I'm still trying to determine how much stress um, is associated with this, this travel and everything that's going on. You know, there's also a lot of uh, differences on whether they're traveling for leisure, traveling for work, traveling with family, because we, you know, family can be a little stressful too. So uh, there are a lot of variables on board I have to consider. So um, now that I've kind of put people into these two categories and say, you know, we talked a little bit about category one, it's going to be training that looks uh, very similar to what they've been doing. I'm just going to very closely mod, uh, you know, monitor intensity to make sure I'm not giving too much stress to the system. But uh, group two, I, I'm going to be a little bit more, um, I want to say unstructured in a sense, or uh, a little bit more flexible with what kind of activity we're doing. I'm taking advantage of what, uh, what they have available. And I think this is a perfect way when you're programming for somebody, if you know these trips are coming up, I like to try to coordinate different training cycles to make sure that the travel is more of a specific uh, deload type of, of situation. So say this person tells me that they have a trip coming up and I've got seven weeks, right? Well, you know, I'm going to give them a seven week cycle as much as best as I can to allow for that eighth week, that week of travel, that week, that vacation when they're at the beach to be more of a, a deload type of situation anyway. Um, so this is one reason I don't love templated programs that put, you know, every fourth week is a deload week because life doesn't always work that way. So I, I often think that life dictates a lot of times when you're going to deload. So for me, if I have a, a, a time frame where I know, okay, I've got seven good weeks of training before they go on this trip, I'm going to structure a cycle that allows me to maximize that seven weeks where maybe I build and I hit the highest level of intensity right before they go on this trip. And then when they're on this trip, now all the activity that they're doing, I'm trying to make it restorative in nature, make it fun, get them out of the gym, which, you know, we know when, when I'm trying to, you know, help somebody go through more of a deload or a lower intensity week, oftentimes they don't want to be out of the gym. So it's hard to keep them out of the gym. So this is a perfect opportunity where they're already going to be gone. They're going to be away. So now I can give them activities that are outside of the gym. Things like, you know, easy uh, biking, easy swimming, easy jogging. Uh, if they, you know, have some, some weights or different things available, I can play around with it. Body weight exercises. The intensity doesn't even really have to be high in this instance because, again, this is more uh, of a restorative time, a deload time where I'm really trying to make sure that they're prepared so when they get back, I can ease back into training and get them back on, on track. So I will try to coordinate um, different, uh, you know, the different phases of training with travel um, and with vacation to allow, uh, you know, everything to line up really well. And that reduces the stress and they can really enjoy their vacation. They're not thinking about, oh, how am I going to get to the gym? You know, or, how, you know, who's going to take me there? What gym am I going to go to? Um, you know, that again is something that is un unneeded stress in this instance, if I can structure things appropriately. So um, oftentimes I'll do that. Uh, but again, I'm really just trying to take advantage of what they have available. So if this is somebody who health, wellness, longevity, that is their goal um, and say it's not something that they're gone, but uh, I think from a mentality perspective, it helps to know that, okay, I'm still getting something in. So I'm using a lot of body weight exercises. I'm using what weights they have available. Um, you know, if they have a hotel gym, I'm going to maximize whatever equipment they have. And I'm hitting those movement patterns. 
Um, but somebody who training is something that's so specific uh, or so important to them that they're going to train almost every day that they're gone, then I'm probably going to have more semblance of some kind of split going on. Uh, so maybe I'm doing uh, more of uh, squatting and uh, upper body pulling on one day and then hinging and upper body pushing on the next day. Maybe there's a day where I'm, I have them doing more of just uh, easy, long, slow distance type of uh, cardio activity or aerobic work whether it be in the gym or out of the gym, utilizing the area, something like hiking, biking, um, you know, rowing, running, swimming, whatever it might be. Um, I, I, I'm going to structure it a little bit more of like a real training week uh, because that person has expressed interest in doing something most days of the week. Um, so again, I'm using what they have available. I'm taking what they tell me they have from a time perspective, and then I'm trying to structure something that's, that's fairly balanced. And, and again, it's just trying to maintain in that instance, right? So um, I kind of have to do that with each person on an individual basis. So I'm, I'm looking at like, okay, how important is it that you maintain a pretty strict training regimen, um, which again, I think is a more of a rare occurrence. I think it's okay to kind of change things up during this. I think it's actually a great time to get away from say a barbell or get away from activities that you're doing all the time at home. Um, and then if I can, I'm structuring cycles to where the training is act, or the training during that time is really more restorative and almost like a deload during that time. Um, or, you know, if they've just finished a major event, a lot of times they're taking a little trip. I had them, you know, not really do anything. I'd go for walks, go for walks, swim in the ocean a little bit. You know, that's, that's all I need them to do. Uh, so again, you're taking it case by case, kind of figuring out what that person really needs and then determining if they need to seek out certain equipment or seek out certain situations, or if we're just going to try to program with what they have available. Um, and when in doubt, focus on every major movement pattern. And, you know, you always have your body. Your body is a great tool to use for its own resistance. So push-ups, squats, sit-ups, step-ups, you know, find something to do some type of pull-up or ring row or something, um, you know, running, uh, you know, jogging, if that's appropriate for the person, uh, you know, hiking, just long walks. I mean, there's so much you can do without any equipment at all. So um, there really is, uh, you know, a, a way to keep everyone active regardless of what their situation may be. So that is, is kind of uh, a, an overview about how I might approach it with, uh, with different athletes. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit about me specifically now. So um, this trip has been a little crazy. So because um, we were going to be gone for almost two weeks and I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to one board the dogs for, for that long. We have two, two awesome dogs. Um, or I didn't want to, you know, have to put that burden on somebody of like coming over our house and taking care of them for a couple of weeks. You know, they can be a lot. They're, they're, you know, two, you know, big dogs, 60, 70 pound dogs. So, um, for me, it was like, okay, how do I manage that situation? And that involved me going to Cincinnati first, even though we were getting married in Connecticut because my family's from Cincinnati. So that way my sister could watch them before and after the wedding. And I could just board them for a, a couple days that she was up in Connecticut with us. So that means I drove to Cincinnati, I flew to Connecticut. And then, you know, we, while we're in Connecticut and once after the wedding, we had, uh, we got away for a couple of days because, uh, we're taking our, a bigger honeymoon later in the year, but we wanted to get away for at least a couple of days because the next weekend was her family's, uh, Kelsey's family reunion. And we didn't want to miss that. We both, you know, value that time that we get to spend with family. So, uh, we didn't want to, to miss that opportunity. So I went Cincinnati, Connecticut. We went away a couple of days into Martha's Vineyard, which you've never been. Martha's Vineyard's pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, went up to New Hampshire for family reunion back to Connecticut, flew to Cincinnati, and now currently I'm recording this while driving back to Carolina. So that is a lot of travel in two weeks. Now, my goals, I am definitely not in that first category. 
I'm not training for something specific, some kind of uh, competition or anything like that right now. I do occasionally hop in with some friends and do some competitions, but uh, for me, it's much more of health, longevity. Um, I want to still feel strong. I want to still feel fit, that kind of thing. So um, my, I fall into that category too there. Um, so, uh, as I'm going on this trip, I have to start to think about, okay, well, what's available for me? Um, now while we're in Connecticut, there is a, you know, her dad's got a home gym, got a few things in it. And there's also a CrossFit gym right there. Uh, so, uh, I get in on Wednesday, um, into Connecticut, long day of travel. We had to get our marriage license, all the things I didn't train on that day. I had, uh, you know, other things I needed to take care of. And again, not stressed about it. I know it's, it's okay. It's one day I'm going to be fine. So, uh, the next day, July 4th, the local gym was having, you know, uh, you know, their July 4th every year, they do, uh, a CrossFit hero workout. It was one that I actually like to do. Holly man has some, some clean, some wall ball, handstand pushups, things that I like, things that I'm good at. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to drop into a class. I'm going to have some fun. So I dropped into a class on that Thursday. Uh, again, was it directly fit into my plan? No. Had I done 90 handstand pushups in a workout in a while? No. You know, so it, you know, was it, you know, was I a little sore the next day? Yeah. But you know, it was a lot of fun. Um, I had a good time with some, with some great people. Um, and I, you know, I felt good. I felt good after I felt good going once I you got back to the lake and, and swam the rest of the day because her parents live on the lake. So, um, that was the, that was Thursday. Um, the next day, you know, my, one of my groomsmen, Riley, shout out to Riley Kilbride, um, been on the show a couple times, was in town. We were thinking, oh, well, let's get a little workout in Friday because uh, we're probably not going to do anything on Saturday. So it was, okay, we're going to do something Friday. So what did we do? We, you know, we took advantage of having the lake right there. We dragged 50-pound dumbbells out to the lake, and we did a couple of AMRAPs where we did, you know, uh, a dumbbell snatch and a uh, – well, the first one was dumbbell hang clean and jerk a bent over row, single arm row, and then a, uh, a swim to the dock and back. The dock's like a little, you know, a little ways out into the water and back. And we repeated that for, you know, it was a bit like 15 minute AMRAP rest and we switched up. It was dumbbell snatch, step ups, you know, dumbbell step ups onto the bench and then swim to the dock and back. And so, we, you know, utilized having the lake there. Um, so again, taking advantage of, you know, at the house, I got 15 pounds, I got 50 pound dumbbells and we got a lake. We can have some fun. We can be out and, and, and use our fitness a little bit, do something a little different that I wouldn't have been doing at home. Um, and, you know, again, I, I, you know, I didn't have to seek out going to a gym. So that was what I hit before the wedding. You know, I got, I got to the gym once, hit a little hero workout. That wasn't really part of my plan from my own training, but, you know, it was a great opportunity to, to get a drop-in in. And then um, hit a little lake workout with my boy Riley and, uh, you know, probably got some, some – interesting looks from the people walking around the lake and uh but we had a great time um so uh after the wedding you know saturday and sunday with so much family in town i didn't want to add the stress of trying to make it to the gym i didn't really think about it you know we we hung out at the lake a lot we walked a little bit you know on on, on sunday after the, the day after the wedding so um I, you know i wasn't really too concerned about getting in the gym um so um monday before we left though you know again taking advantage of the uh the home gym that uh kelsey's dad has you know again so i i went down the home gym they have a stationary bike i was able to just use what i had there um and i hit you know basically every major movement pattern nothing crazy got some goblet squats in um did some single arm uh single arm dumbbell bench because the dumbbells you know were were didn't go too too heavy so i was able to you know i, I challenged it in a different way uh you know i had some fun you know, again, nothing crazy. It was just, hey, flushing out maybe a little bit of the the uh, adult sodas that had been consumed the in the days prior. Uh, you know, having you know having a good time, feeling that uh, feeling good. 
get to Martha's Vineyard. You know, I hadn't been to a regular gym in a while. They had a gym pretty close by. Um, you know, again, we're on like a little mini moon, so I'm not trying to take too much time away. And we we're walking everywhere, so we're already active. But I wanted to at least get one day where I got something in. Um, and, and thankfully, Kelsey's also, you know, has a, you know, an active mindset. And so she's on board, too. So uh, go to the gym that's right there in town. And, you know, I know all right, I'm probably going to hit two training sessions this week because the family reunion has a little gym, too. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to hit, um, you know, major movement patterns, a couple of major movement patterns, like a little split on one day, another little split on the next day. So I hit a uh, I did deadlift, bench press, weighted pull ups, and then I did a little kettlebell swing and push up workout. You know, so uh, I end up hitting basically hin uh, lower body hinging and upper body pushing, which is perfect because then two days later at the family reunion, I hit a, um, a workout at the gym there. I did the opposite. I focused on squatting and I upper body pulling. Um, and then I also, you know, just to make sure I didn't miss gut check Thursday, I hit uh, the ice workout that had, uh, you know, air squats, push ups and sit ups in it. So, uh, again, utilizing what's going on there. I didn't have to travel to a CrossFit gym, even though that's my, I guess, my sport of choice because uh, I'm not necessarily training for something specific. I'm just using what's around me. Uh, you know, when I'm, if I have enough time, I can do some splits. Uh, but otherwise, I'm just trying to make sure I hit every major movement pattern, make sure I feel good, move a little bit of weight, um, you know, being smart about it. Um, and then the rest of my time and the days in between those training sessions, I used what was around. So we swam a lot in the lake. I, we were biking a lot in the mountains when we were in New Hampshire. We walked a ton. We were at Martha's Vineyard. Uh, and so overall, it remained a pretty active trip, and it was fun, and it was low stress. Um, so that was perfect for me, and that's the approach I take with a lot of my clients. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be uber structured or uber specific um, when, you know, if, unless you're training for something very, very specific, like a specific event. So, um, for me, that's how I would approach it. Okay, look at it as like, okay, how important is it to that I maintain my my exact training regimen that I've been doing, or how you know can I can I deviate a little bit, and then if possible, if I know when my training is enough in advance, can I alter what I'm doing to um, to make sure that I'm able to uh, you know maybe time that deload up with travel if that's possible um, and then you know from there use what you have available uh, get creative uh, again body weight movements are always an awesome option uh, you don't need a ton of weight to to be able to get a lot of things done uh, and when in doubt just move your body go just move walk bike swim hike whatever you got around you if you can um, and then don't stress if your overall activity goes down on a vacation it's okay it's not the end of the world. We got to enjoy that time too. It's important from a mental health perspective too to go and to have some time and have some time away, get out of the gym, go enjoy time with say family or, or get away from your job, all those different types of things. So, um, you know, I, I definitely, uh, I, I take a, an individualized approach with each person, you know, figure out what is going to be appropriate for them. So, um, thank you all again for tuning in. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave us a review, uh, a rating. We'd appreciate it. Five stars if you can. Uh, it's how we reach more people. We're getting close to 100 reviews. So we'd love if we could hit that number. Uh, again, I appreciate you all tuning in every week. And we'll be back next Monday. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor of physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.